Welcome to the Innovation Today podcast, where we speak with today's technology leaders about how they're innovating to stay ahead of changing industry dynamics and reaching new levels of productivity and automation. Brought to you by ServiceNow, your partner in digital transformation. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of Innovation Today podcast. I'm your host, Jim Vanover, Field Innovation Officer at ServiceNow. Today, I'm excited to welcome Jill Weber, Global Partner Executive at Capgemini. Welcome, Jill. Thank you. So today, we're going to dive into the topic of field service management and future franchise. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role, why you're excited about this, and maybe I'll have a couple of follow-ups after that. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. I'm currently our uh, group Global Alliance partner facing off to ServiceNow, uh, mm-hmm. dedicated. Um, I started that role in January, um, but my history with Capgemini and ServiceNow go a little bit further back. Uh, I've been with Cap for six years. I started in the UK doing transformation delivery projects and leading a team of about 100 transformation consultants, mm-hmm. delivering projects to our customers, leveraging the platform. Thank you. Uh, and, and then about uh, four years ago, I moved into our global organization, leading up our ServiceNow capability globally uh, across Capgemini. So, and that was more on the product development side. So we were looking at how we leveraged the platform to create accelerators, you know, industry offerings, mm-hmm. uh, sort of differentiate ourselves using leveraging the platform. Okay. So I think I see where this is going. I can sort of see the story unfolding. So then we go from product development to what is future franchise? Yeah. So it really ties into both of my previous roles. Right. Um, first in doing delivery, I was uh, delivering uh, a very... Uh, large projects and actually running the day-to-day service for a large global quick service restaurant or QSR. Everyone knows this. It's a very well-known brand, um, but for their UK operations. So they had over 1,500 stores with over 350 franchisees. That's quite a scale. Yeah. And I also managed their corporate operations as well as IT service desk and uh, field engineering services. Okay. And what I quickly found uh, when I was delivering that service that I wasn't just implementing a typical IT service desk that you would in any type of corporate setting. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you have a outages in, you know, projectors down in a meeting room or someone needs, you know, Microsoft Word reinstalled or something like that. But these were things like POS devices are down and I can't transact, you know, business in my store. Right. So um, much more business-related challenge. Absolutely. Sure. And these were franchisees. And so they're small businessmen and women. Oh, so sure. when their bottom line is impacted, that's really a big hit, you know, to them mm-hmm. in terms of loss of loss of revenue. And so they were very uh, vocal and <laughs> very demanding. And so it was it was a completely different model. And actually, as the delivery director in that engagement, I found that I guess I was spending time making sure that POS devices got fixed until it got fixed and software was updated. But I found I was spending more time dealing with business processes that were transacting between the franchisee and the franchise. So things like um, changes in store ownership, Mm -hmm. um, which happened quite a bit in this particular chain. Uh, Franchisees would buy and sell stores amongst each other uh, quite frequently, four or five a month. Right. 
And if that didn't get trans- transacted correctly, then revenue statements were incorrect, right? Right. Then they had billing issues. So I was dealing with finance and accounting. And then we were looking at things like promotions. And we can talk about that a little bit later. But it all I started to see that there was so much more that we could be doing um, to connect those processes that would be to the benefit of both the franchise, the franchisees, and also their suppliers. Mm-hmm. And it's so it sort of that idea that was planted in my brain. And then later when I was in, moved into product development uh, for ServiceNow, I knew I could leverage the platform to start to build more end-to-end services, right. you, leveraging CSM and FSM, right. uh, as well as SPM. But you know, those CSM and FSM are core products. And so uh, when we say CSM, we mean uh, customer, customer service, service management, management FSM, field, field service management. Field service management, yes. SPM is? Service, uh, service portfolio manager. Service portfolio manager. You're teasing me now. <laughs> no, well, and I just want to be. I I, I just yeah, wanted to elaborate. Right, right. So coming back to sort of the higher levels of the business strategies and mm-hmm. and how we did this. So you talked about some of the challenges you were seeing, and that led to sort of the inception of mm-hmm. what does this future franchise look like to provide these services and the opportunities for what you described as these. Uh, small business owners, essentially, yeah. right? inside of a big conglomerate. Right. So can you talk a little bit about promotion management? Yeah. So that, it was a good example of something that we could start to solve leveraging the platform. And I had a good example for this particular QSR, Quick Service Restaurant. They had uh, promotions, obviously, every every month. And it was a it's quite an elaborate supply chain, right? So it goes from, you know, uh, sourcing, the supplies that they need for that product, right? Because ingredients, right? Um, all the way down to going to marketing, making sure that they have everything ready to send out the marketing advertisement to the to the customers and through the loyalty programs. And then it filters down finally to IT. We were always the bottom. Always the last. <laughs> In terms of then having to do um, updates to the self, you know, the menu boards, the tills, right. you know, across all of the restaurants. And... There's a pretty, uh, it's a, there's enough of a time frame between that. If there's a glitch in one of those, I kind of measured it, mm. that we could go, if we were connecting all of those processes and those kind of siloed operations teams, we were connecting that through a single platform, we could actually eliminate issues. So for example, we had a dessert found out they were out of the topping that was required for that dessert. Okay. They substituted another dessert topping, but they didn't get that message in time to the marketing team who had already sent out the ads for, you know, this and month it's going topping. to be. Exactly. And then it didn't get to the IT t- team in time, obviously, the bottom of the barrel to, you know, so they already sent out the menu board update. Uh-huh. So there was... You know, just the amount of time and effort that it took to then say, oh, no, I have to send a corrected marketing campaign out to, you know, it's not going to be, you know, topping X, it's going to be dessert Y or right. whatever. And then to get all of those corrections back into do an emergency change, then to push that back out to all of the menu boards. And in the meantime, you know, the franchise couldn't sell you know what was advertised. yeah what was advertised right. exactly and so the the ripple effect of manual processes took yes. so long it was affecting the customer experience exactly and so then you think about brand loyalty and customer you know customer good just good customer, customer service yeah. it's actually affecting employee experience as well yes. because now i'm a customer and i'm frustrated and the employees are frustrated 
they're getting demand, they're getting asked for something they can't right. provide. And when you add a franchise franchisee into that as well, then there's an, an additional headache because they want compensation for that as well. Right. So it's that's why the offering. Yes, there's a lot around store operations, and a lot of people are doing things around retail store operations. And a lot of and those aspects of the offering are incorporated, but we've added that franchise or licensee kind of layer mm-hmm. into the offering because it's very unique. One of the what we wanted to get to of and how we're building out the offer, and I'm actually working with ServiceNow and their product team in retail to build out this experience so that it really starts from the time a franchise, a, a potential franchisee is interested mm. and wants to st- you know, think about procuring a, fr- a franchise all the way through the life cycle of their ownership of that franchise and how they can manage it mm-hmm. then to if there's a time when they want to exit and sell it can manage that entire life cycle not just the the business side of it as well as the store operations side and i wanted to acknowledge too the challenge with with uh the what you're accomplishing right now is almost uh, a nesting doll in the sense that franchisees in in, in a sense are the franchises are customers as well they are yes. the customers of the f- franchise yes. I, I yes they were definitely right so you are not not only that not only their customers loyalty but your franchise owner cu- customer loyalty absolutely and how does how does having those processes not work affect the opportunities of the bigger business exactly. when those franchise owners are either can't onboard in the first place or expand their business I want to own two three four. Yes. Right. And wh- how does that affect my right. business at large? So then that leads me to as you streamline these processes, how has that been? A, if we've talked about how the impact of the business is it, when it's that manual process. So what what are what are some of the benefit impact that you're seeing now as you're going through this yeah. new process? I mean, it's really about, well, one, it's it's providing that better customer experience. And I mean, for both the franchisee and the end customers because we're eliminating some of those issues that were preventable. It's also providing for the franchise, it's providing an additional revenue stream because now they're selling a bundled service to the franchisee that some of which the franchisee would have had to manage and purchase out on their own, other management systems, right? Or something they had to do on their own. Right. We are including those kinds of things in the bundle. So it provides a benefit to the franchise that way. And then to the franchisee, it just makes that whole experience of running and managing their store so much easier, right? They're going to one portal, one that's their one-stop shop, and all the different personas, you know, whether it's a, a franchise manager, you know, so um, that are managing maybe four or five franchisees, they have their custom view of the stores and the franchisees that they're managing. The franchisees can see only their stores and everything about their stores from mm-hmm. business processes to the, the running. And then their store managers and store staff have individual views of each of their stores and, you know, and so on. And then and same all, for the suppliers. Right. And it's all coming from a single source of truth exactly. rather than distributed and probably right. disparate data source. Oh, yeah. So there, there's probably multiple systems that we're integrating, obviously, behind the scenes, but they're only having to go through that one integration realm, that right. one kind of customer experience portal. Yeah. Are you able to talk about the business challenges specifically, getting away from the the sort of... Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the customer challenges are, you know, franchisees are demanding more and more services 
um, but they don't want to pay higher costs for them. So if we can make that service, uh, deliver that service to them, that's more automated, mm -hmm. more streamlined, it's more cost effective. We can right. actually, as a franchise, can provide those services uh, to their to their franchisees at a lower cost. It's and that's the whole, I mean, but it's not just cost, it is providing the value, right? right? And so right. they're seeing the additional value that they're getting more for their money because we're not just providing store operations support. Mm -hmm. The franchise is now and providing, uh, you know, a full uh, range of services pretty much at the same price point, And yet they're getting, you know, more for their money. Yeah. And I, I think you're hitting, Jill, on, on what you and I have both seen in our journeys through the industry, which is the constant demand of more for less. Yeah. Right. And we not only do we hear that, but we want that too. So how do we leverage our technology capabilities to provide that for them? And I, I think we're going to see more and more of that, yeah. especially with the advent of artificial intelligence, which we could get into a little bit later. Yeah. But, but yeah. The, the idea of how do we be smarter with this to enable what the customers need. And I think that's great. And I think we can start taking that forward. And I think what it, you know, I just, you know, with all the, particularly in retail and franchising is mostly in like quick service restaurant, hotel chains, mm -hmm. and well, most predominantly in high volume, low margin services. So they really are watching every penny, right? And so if we can provide those efficient services with all of the other added challenges that came from COVID and having, you know, uh, maybe to pay staff more and uh, provide a better, again, we need a better in experience for the franchise employee as well too. Right. So all of those things can start to happen when we're using this offering. And the more they can in, uh, integrate those operations, yeah. the more they can streamline and, and um optimize those and just the data visibility once you can see yeah. it you can start to increase those margins right you, yeah. can, you can start to see the sort of invisible losses yeah. of working as particularly in brick and mortar and yes. retail specifically yeah absolutely so with that said if i'm if i'm a business owner and i maybe not necessarily in in a franchisee model or or, or but just a what are my first steps with this? What, where do I start? Uh, if what, what could you advise, just from a generic standpoint, well, like evaluate where they go from here? We've been sort of getting our foot in the door with customers because the target customer is is the franchise rather than the franchisee, right? And they usually start in it again it service desk. So when we're going in now and talking about selling an IT service desk with some tooling, right? That's the we that's where we start to pitch the offer and that's where we've been successful. Mm. So we've had several ones recently with a Canadian uh, grocery chain, uh, with another quick service restaurant uh, based out of the North America. And now we're currently working with a, a large automotive manufacturer. Right. Uh, again, looking at the relationship with the dealerships, which is similar. Mm. So how we're going in and doing that then is Okay, you can do this. You can we can do your IT operations for your for your stores. But did you think about this? Did you think about what's going on with the franchise franchisee and what you can be, you know, how we can take the service further so that they can have more than just basic store operations. So, and it's really resonated. So that's that's great. So really helping them think more holistically. Yes, because I don't think they think about it. Because when I 
when I started way back when at that other large global quick service restaurant, they just thought of themselves as an IT department. I, I don't think it even occurred to them until I started talking about how we can improve services and how we can join those business processes up. They really uh, sort of realized. Yeah. And so, and a lot of the uh, QSRs in particular I've been talking with, they're so embedded in just, oh my gosh, POS devices are down. That they're not seeing the bigger picture. And when we go in, and of course, we'll, you know, we'll solve for that. And then we'll say, hey, but our solution will start to build and provide this stepping stone for you. And when we go out and pitch that then uh, further up to a CIO or to their franchisees, because quite often you have to you have to pitch the solution to the franchisee, right. it's really resonated and it's helped us win quite a few deals. And that's such a great value point because... When we talk to our customers, whether it's on the ServiceNow side or on the Capgemini side, you you discover, as rightly they should be, focused on their business. How do we how do we provide the product or services that we provide at the best value that we can mm -hmm. and the best service that we can? And that is should be their job, right? And it, but to your point, it takes someone who's sort of standing next to you and seeing what's going on for you to sort of to, to snap them out of this these sort of blinders of my business my business my business and free them up in a sense yeah to say think bigger think more in innovative if we can streamline integrate create workflows yeah. you can make your business that much better. And they go, oh gosh, Jill, thank you so much. It hadn't even occurred to me. We were so head down trying to get the the you know the food out the door or the cars out the door. Yeah. Didn't even occur to us. Yeah. And then they, they asked for it all the time. They just didn't, they weren't making the connection. Right. So it was right. just about making those connections. Yeah. So uh, what are some of the key trends that our listeners can follow or look for in the future with regards to this topic? Uh, I mean, where where do you think we're headed with this? As I as I mentioned earlier, I, my vision and where I think it's headed is really for that complete end-to-end -end franchise management. So right. from the time someone says, you know, I think I want to buy a franchise and they go out and all of the major franchisees, they, they'll have... A portal for that, but yep. it's not connected. <laughs> and from that time that they decide they want to buy a franchise, managing all those finance and sort of real estate and those types of processes and things, all the way through to I'm buying my franchise, we're building the franchise, you know, we've picked my location, all that stuff, uh, through onboarding it, onboarding it into, you know, it's a live operational store, all the way through maybe the time that they sell the store mm -hmm. to manage that entire- Or life. getting the next uh, getting, store. Or getting the next store. Right. And being able to manage that. So managing that entire relationship from the business processes and the business side of it to the operational support side of it. That's great. And then I will uh, I will toss in a little bit of a plug. So we started with the future franchise that you've built and I'm really fascinated about that, working with our teams to to really create a retail-focused um, opportunity for um, franchises and, and our retail customers in general. Um, I will throw out just a connecting binder for this around our uh, recent announcement of, a, of, of an opportunity to acquire a company called G2K, which is an AI-enabled retail. I can't talk too much about it right now, but... As you're listening to this, 
you, there's a good chance that you'll be hearing more and more about it. And Jill, specifically what you're doing today will be empowered by those yeah. G2K functionalities. And I'm really excited to see how the infusion of opportunity yeah. that comes from your work combined with the the empowering, of course, of, of artificial intelligence. Yeah. Sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. And this has been really informative and really fun, honestly. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've enjoyed it too. And thank you to all our listeners. Please subscribe and share if you like what you heard today. And be sure to join us for our next episode. Thank you.